0: Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of the Financial Answer Podcast. Thanks so much for being here with us as always while we talk about investing finance and retirement with the one and only Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor and all-around good dude and founder at O'Brien's <laughs> and Associates. What's up, buddy? How are you?
1: Hey, I'm doing good. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you enjoy what we got to talk about today. We got some really cool stuff we're gonna discuss. So on today's show,
0: Nathan, let's talk a little bit about different types of spenders. Let's talk about our own quirks and things of that nature when it comes to who we might be. So our own tendencies on how we spend our money is a pretty important piece of the puzzle. And there's definitely some personality traits that uh, that are out there uh, when it comes to how we spend our money. I'm going to give you these four and you just kind of tell us a little bit about what you see with this type of okay. spender, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the emotional yeah. spender. That's probably a pretty good chunk of most of us. It is, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and and I don't necessarily mean someone who's a shopaholic, okay? No, no, that's right. right.
1: That's right. I, I wouldn't say they fit in that category either, but you know, this is one and and a lot of times it's, you know, hopefully not both you and your spouse but it, a lot of times uh, we'll get worn. to that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, um, you know, but this type of person, the emotional spender, you know, maybe they had a great day. So in that case, they're going to go out and celebrate tonight and, you know, spend 150 bucks on a dinner, or they had a terrible day and, they, today right, yeah. and, and, you know, the exact opposite of that. And they don't want to cook tonight. So we're going to go spend 150 bucks on dinner, right, So right. you know, and celebrate the, the bad day we had, but, uh, you know, try to forget that basically. Yeah. So, or for an example, if you're really tired or stressed or whatever you don't want to cook. So you go you go out and eat. There's a lot of things that people do. For example, my father was really I would say bad at this. Okay? Um, sometimes just the way that he would look at things is he would try to spend to Make everybody else happy sometimes. No, I get uh, you in the family, right? Right, and with that, so it was something maybe giving a gift, giving a
0: gift to bring someone's spirits up. Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah. that's right. And so I think that was more uh, an emotional spend, um, you know, where he really, I mean, he was such a a happy person to be around, right, and always fun to talk to. And so he could have done the same thing by just sitting down and spending time with that person instead. So um, yeah, but we right, but it kind of it maybe gave him some
0: satisfaction to give that gift, right? I think
1: so. I think it did. So that's, that's definitely the emotional spender we're talking about. you got to be careful there because, you know, that even just $100, $150 here and there, that can turn into uh, $3,000 or $4,000 a month in, you know, eating out or something right. along those lines. So uh, because I, I have seen that before with people, with, with clients that have come in. So um, they have just a, a crazy huge budget on eating out every month. And, and it's because of this emotional deal. Well, we'll so. we'll kind of
0: parlay this into investors or retirees, if you will. So it, it maybe not even just so much, and that's the little things, by the way, that Nathan's mentioning that can get away from you on just how you go out and entertain yourself or whatever. Right. But maybe as grandparents, maybe you're you're trying to help the the <laughs> college aids kids, right? <laughs> yeah, so you're emotionally, yeah. well, I want to help them with, uh, you know, their books, and I want to help mm-hmm. them with, you know, clothes or whatever the case might be. Uh, or as an investor, okay. So the emotional side is, oh man, I, you know, every, this this stock is running up, and I. Should have got in on it, so I'm going to get on it now. And you're actually getting on, getting in when it's high,
1: when it's at a high point. And then you freak out when there's a bad day, and and, yeah, yeah. and it it takes a dive after that. And you know, um, I was just thinking while you were while you were saying that, I have a client that you know was just talking with me recently about this, and his son has been you know in a bad situation for about two or three years, okay, health-wise and job-wise, just a lot of problems. And, you know, basically, mom and dad have been taking care of the son over this entire time frame, paying all of his expenses, paying his health bills that weren't covered by his health insurance and all of this stuff, and that's been a major stress. Now, that's an emotional decision. They're trying to take care of that True. Their son. They love him. They're wanting to help him and protect him, but it has caused so much stress on them and so much strain on their retirement plan that they have really had to have a total shift in what their goals are and what they're trying to accomplish because of this. So you know that's emotional decisions that that they're making. And it, I'm not saying that it's not necessary. I'm, you know, but but they're sacrificing for, their own retirement. They are sacrificing, and, and, and maybe yeah. they don't even
0: re- realize it. You know? they, that's
1: right. Yeah. that's right. So it's something that you know is just it, it's a tough situation for them yeah. to be in.
0: And the emotional spender is one that I think a, a lot of us all, and I think probably all of these categories, we probably all fall into at least once in a while. <laughs> but more than likely, definitely. we tend to have a home. And I know mm-hmm. for me, I'll I'll go ahead and say that I definitely fall in the emotional spender uh, category. Uh, so I mm-hmm. I kind hit that mark so i can relate to it uh, but there are some folks and imagine you see these as well nathan and, and maybe this isn't as common anymore but it's the uh, it's the you know i only live once kind of philosophy yeah, i want to yeah. spend it all i want to blow through it all so that when yeah. i'm gone it's gone
1: Yeah, you know, I heard going up, a lot of my friends would always say, whoever dies with the most toys wins. (laughs) Right, So (laughs) that was something I heard all the time growing up. And, and, you know, at first I had that mentality when I first got out on my own. Um, And, of course, that's going to get you in a lot of debt. um, Very true. You know, and and get you in – over, over what you can handle in that situation, and so um, it's it's important to understand that and figure that out for yourself and get out of that. But sometimes people don't, you know, they they do keep that mentality their whole life, and they're the ones typically that I see that end up working their entire life. They, you know, they they can never retire because they can't afford. To retire, they can't do the things that they've always wanted to do. You know, um, I mean, Dave Ramsey has a good saying. You know, live like no one else today, so you can live like no one else tomorrow. Mm. That that would be a great um, idea. If you if this is your mentality, you need to try to change that. I would say, and try to get that figured out. Where you know, if you do save and you live like none of your friends today, you're saving so much, you're getting out of debt, you're paying all of these things off. You're living like no one else today. Then in retirement, you're gonna be able to live like no one else and, and have such a better retirement and enjoy that time frame. Um but, you know, I mean there was a time mark when I, I had this as well because my mom died early. You know, mm-hmm, she was right. only forty eight and uh at the time that she died. And so I was like, man, you know, she's done this and saved this and done these different things and she died early and so I can see where that comes in to people's minds. Yeah, you know, absolutely, and, and where that's part of it sometimes.
0: And everybody's different. And, and really, the key to this is, and I don't think there's any, there's no wrong answer as to what kind of a, a spender you are, what your tendencies are. But the the key is that if you're working with someone who can help you plan and adjust accordingly, right. then you can kind of hope, you know, hopefully, again, a take those things into play. Right, there's a yeah. balance. Speaking of the balance, uh, this is the one you probably like to see as an advisor. That's the the savvy <laughs> spender uh, person. Yeah. the person who's okay pulling the trigger when they need to on some right. on spending the funds but right. also likes to be frugal when it's necessary
1: yeah i mean this is the person that i typically see you know they pull up in a 1998 you know f-150 or something and and you know right they've they've done that they they'll get the new vehicle when they need it but right now this one's still running just fine and you know they'll keep they'll keep taking care of it while they can nothing wrong with that so, right yeah no that's right so Um, And, you know, they they believe in that quality over quantity and that they're going to spend very wisely, I think, um, in most situations. And so this person typically does not have a uh, tough time saving or investing. They do really good at that. Um, They, you know, they're they have a good balance in. Finance, okay, okay. Maybe not in other areas. Sometimes not, but a lot of times when I see this person and we're dealing with the retirement plan, dealing with their investments, they have a really good balance. And so this is this is kind of the goal. I would say that you want to try to be to you know or be at uh, with with your retirement spending, uh, with your retirement saving as well. So. Just make sure that you have that good balance on what you're what you're doing and keeping control over that. And I, I just met with a couple the other day, Mark, that fit this category perfectly. They're both 29 years old. They're really young. Okay. Um, and they were referred by their parents. Their parents are clients of mine. They were referred oh, nice. by them. Yeah. And and they wanted them to come in because they liked their experience with us so far. So they wanted to, the kids to come in and 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 see what they had and um and see if they could get on a plan. And they they were they earned pretty good you know they have a they have a decent income definitely and they were both this savvy spender they had both been the emotional spenders in the past but they that had gotten them into debt and so they've kind of transitioned into this savvy spender mentality Mm, and uh, they had an idea and they were like we're we're never going to be able to accomplish these things Uh, that was that came out of their mouth i bet 25 times in our (laughs) first consultation (laughs) yeah they just had that because they they just couldn't See how how investing helped. Okay, they they couldn't calculate that number in their head. And you know, I sat down with them. They literally had like twelve goals that they're trying to accomplish before retirement. So, land purchases, adoptions, all these different things. okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, and they and I said, okay, you know, basically. This is how we're gonna make it work. You know, and I've met with them over, you know, three or four times and this is the plan. This is how you're gonna get what you're wanting to accomplish, get to your goals. And they were just so excited about that. So that's um, fantastic. That's all it takes is just a simple, okay, this is how you do it, this is why you want to do it this way, and this is how you accomplish that goal. As long as you're not shooting for twenty percent market returns, then it's (laughs) gonna have, you know, very high chance that it'll happen.
0: Right, right. Let me hit the last category roll if fast and and the last one's the miser so we've got the emotional the scrooge right (laughs) we've got the emotional spender the the, you know the i'm gonna i only live once i want to spend it all you've got the balanced savvy spender Mm -hmm. then you've got the miser who maybe it's just painful for them to spend money and they just they get they're just so tight they just can't get out of their own way
1: yeah, that's exactly right, and and I think this person is just extremely focused on trying to get the lowest cost on everything that they do, cut corners on everything, because they, they feel like... They'll never have enough, you know. And again, Scrooge it's is all what fear-based. I mentioned earlier. Yeah. And you know, even though Scrooge was extremely wealthy, he just he he wanted to hoard it all and keep it all for himself, and and not you know because he was worried of you know other people taking it or not having enough to to help uh, throughout his lifetime. Okay? Right. And so this is the one that you know is is going to give you the most misery, I think. And so and it's just difficult to deal with on a personal basis. With that so I've had clients like this and it, it's hard it's really hard because maybe the spouse is not a, of that same belief and the same mentality so it causes a lot of stress sometimes Go right ahead, we no
0: I was gonna one. I was gonna say that's a great point and I was gonna ask you a lot of times you mentioned that younger couple and they were kind of in the same category but right. I would imagine eight times out of ten you have two people come in uh, a couple and one is one way and one is that's another right. they're hardly that's, ever yeah. the same
1: no that's right I mean everybody's personality is different and they're they're dealings with money as they were growing up are different things that their parents and grandparents taught them about money were different so you know if you grew up in in a home where uh, you know maybe your father was that miser or your mother was that miser then you have a really high chance of that happening to you or that being your situation or, or being so, the opposite or you being want to spend, the opposite yeah. <laughs> yeah because you know you you're the you're only live once you know type of person because right. you saw how that was with your parents and you want to change that and don't want to be like that yep, so very true. you know it's everybody is different Everybody has their own unique situation. And that's why it's important to make sure that you're on a track on a plan to accomplish your goals. And, you know, if you need a little guidance and a little steering on, hey, you know, don't be so much this way, you can still have this mentality to some extent, but don't be so much this way, or that way, then, you know, you're going to be able to accomplish these goals a lot easier. And, you know, a lot of what I do, uh, I think coaching. most financial advisors will tell you that, yeah, is coaching and counseling. You yeah. know, so that's going to be a lot of what I do, just helping people overcome these hurdles that they run into that that keep them from achieving their goals.
0: Well, and that's the kind of the point of the topic today. So hopefully, you had a little fun playing along with us on the personality type. Which one are you? You know, I, I said that I'm the emotional spender. You know, yeah. you know, so ask yeah. yourself which one you are, and then sit down and have that conversation uh, with someone like Nathan and say, okay, you know what? I know that you know who we are is who we are, and you. Never going to totally change, but as long as you're willing to be coachable, and I think when it comes to our retirement plans, I think we all realize we need to be, uh, even if you're a DIYer, when you hit retirement, it's a different animal than the accumulation phase than when you've been it building is. up that wealth. So uh, if you got questions or concerns or would like the Investor Awareness Guide, Nathan and the team will send you one out, complimentary Eight five five fifty one coach to get your own Investor Awareness Guide. There's no cost or obligation. It's a great little guide to kind of uh, get you started with some questions and some things to think about. Out. and then you can follow up that guide with a conversation with nathan one-on-one at his office in jackson or huntington just give him a call 855-51 coach leave your contact information they'll get you back and get you scheduled for all that 855-51 coach again no cost or obligation and share the podcast give us a like give us a review let folks know on facebook you can find nathan yeah. and his team on uh, nathan and tanya there at O'Brien and associates on facebook so we always appreciate the likes and the shares and all that good stuff. And we'll see you next time here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien.
1: O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.